passed away. We wanted men. doing this on purpose so people can hear it and this is the kind of week i've had <laughs> you don't hear the fizz i don't hear the <sighs> yep <laughs> and it's crappy beer too to begin with because i ran yeah. out of beer it's blue moon which is a good all-around beer but it's not what i normally drink it's my that that's our kind of we're going to a party and we only want to buy one beer beer oh <laughs> you know, I like different things than the wife likes. So, yeah. So, Jason, how, yep. how's, how's, uh, do you want to, how's your week going? I know, it, or your month. It's been like a month since we recorded. It's been four weeks. It's been up and down. Yeah. We, we can get into the up and downs in a, in a little bit because, yeah, this is, it's going to be one of those episodes. It's going to get heavy, but we're going to try to make it fun. Yeah. I mean, sometimes life throws, lemons at you and it stings your eyes instead of making lemonade you're just too stung to make anything with it and you've yeah you've had a, a, a few instances of that in the past couple of weeks yeah i mean i was supposed to go up to syracuse for um fons con uh fons up there puts on his his uh saturday kind of a meetup but it goes from like one till whenever people leave basically one to one it's pretty insane yeah, and I had bought tickets, and I was ready to go. I bought tickets on an airline, which I'll not name because they did, in the end, make it right. Spoiler alert! But um, on my way to the airport, like it was a it was a Friday to Sunday, so I was leaving late Friday night, coming back Sunday late, so I could see see some other friends on a Sunday morning. And normally, it's what thirty minutes. I mean, if there's no traffic, it takes about thirty five minutes to get to the airport. If there is traffic, it's like an hour. And that Friday, it was like an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, the traffic was just insane. So we left early. And, you know, I'm getting down towards 20. And I get a, a t- my wife's driving me. So I can just hop out of the, a, a, what they call it, duck and roll. Open <laughs> the door, I'll duck and roll out. And uh, I get a text message that the flight has been delayed 30 minutes. And that sucks because when I arrive into Washington, D.C., because it was not a straight flight. Um, I would arrive at 9.59 and my next flight would take off at 10.06. Oh my. There was like six minutes, six or seven minutes like that, something like that to get to the next flight. And my wife said there was one time when they were flying up to Syracuse from Atlanta and there was enough people on the flight, the delayed flight, that they were forced to hold the flight leaving to Syracuse. So I get on the phone with the guy. Um, before I even get to the airport, I'm like, is that is that even a possibility? He's like, that's a decision they make on the ground. That's not something I have any, um, I'm not privy to. So I, you know, I can't tell you what the decision is yet. He said, but there is a flight leaving 7 a.m. tomorrow, which would have been Saturday, and it gets in at 12.35. And I'm like, no, I'm getting there tonight. Which just goes to show, be flexible and adaptable. Because had I known, I would have taken that and I would have gotten to Syracuse. Right. 
by the time I got to the airport, that flight was gone. There was nothing they can do. We were looking at, uh, my wife came in with me because we weren't sure what was going on. We're looking at my phone, her phone, and she's like, there's a flight to Charlotte that'll get you to Syracuse at 1230 midnight. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And by the time we get to the desk, she's like, no, that flight's not leaving. We're like, but it says that it's going to connect. And she's like, no, that, that's just going to get delayed even more. And so I was just punked around a lot. Um, the guy on the phone told me it was a delay because of the crew change, like the crew coming into the crew that flew the plane in was not going to fly the plane out. So that caused the, the, the delay. But when I got to the counter, she said it was a weather delay. I'm like, well, the dude on the phone said this. No, oh, it's a crew delay because of weather. Jesus. Meanwhile, I'm looking at a Delta flight that's supposed to leave and left. No problem. No weather issue. And the Delta flight was straight to Syracuse. And I was like, well, put me on this flight. And they're like, well, if you buy a ticket for that, we'll comp your flight home. I'm like, I'm not spending another $300. And, and in the back of my mind, they've already kind of, they haven't been as completely honest as I felt like they could have been. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll get up there. And then the next thing you know, I'm, I'm paying even more money now to fly back because, you know, they're just not, I just didn't get the honest feeling from them. And so I didn't do that. And I went home, I didn't get the flight. And and then the other weird thing was like, well, I was like, I, want, I just want a refund. And they're like, well, we can cancel the, we can cancel the flight, but we can't issue a refund until after the trip. I'm like, after the trip? She's like, yeah, on Sunday when you fly home. I'm like, I'm not flying to Syracuse. You guys aren't putting me on the flight too. So how am I supposed to come back? Jeez. But, um. Yeah, it was kind of, it was really frustrating and and I was really bummed and, you know, like I said, it, it kind of felt like I was just sour all weekend and I was trying to do things like we went for a hike and I had a really nice day with my wife and I feel bad because it's always fun to hang out with her, but I was in such a bad mood because I wasn't supposed to be there and there was a couple times where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in New York and I had I'm been- not supposed to look- be here today. Yeah, I was looking forward to that for. I don't know, a month, month and a half. Yeah, like, dude, you, you were. And it's just, it still burns. Because, and the other thing is, you know, I've put in so much, I'll call equity into the community, um, doing things, showing up to Zoom chats and going to meetups and, and doing anything I, and everything I could help with on, in this, the summer social. And it was with the intent that one day when everything opens up, I can, go to these places and meet people in person and <laughs> i can't do the new york one and of course i have a family wedding up in michigan so i can't do the georgia one either oh i feel so bad for you dude and i am just like oh and then like in the chat like i, I don't i want you i want you guys to have fun and i want you guys to be happy with all the people that are showing up so i'm, I'm really happy that it's going to be a great event but then you'll like, then in the chat, they'll be like, so and so is coming, maybe. And I'm like, oh, come on. Why does yeah. the circumstances have to stink? I keep telling you, man, call your cousin and say, you're not coming. You got more important stuff to do. Oh, I can't do that. My grandmother's getting up there. Yeah. I just lost my grandfather earlier this year. And so it's just, there's some things that are more important. Yeah, that's the, there. I didn't, I, I didn't put, grandparents into perspective because yeah. you know we're we're dealing i'm kind of dealing with the same thing on my end with uh 
with Fourth of July because my family down there they're still freaking out about coronavirus, and we normally stay with my aunt and uncle, and they they're being honest with me because they've they've told their their grandkids for the past year and a half, no, you can't come to our house and spend the night, and they don't want us going over there and spending the night, and they don't know what we're bringing, and even though we're vaccinated, they're my uncle's you know in his late fifties and he's already had a heart, he had a heart attack at like 35, 40. So he's, you know, got health issues and my grandmother's in the same, you know, she's 90, 92. So it's, yeah. I, and you, I want to go down there to see my grandma. So when you say grandma, you, you, you're tugging at the heart, heart strings. Yeah. I, so yeah, it stinks. It, life happens sometimes. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to figure out where, what, what lesson I have to learn from this because it's just frustrating and I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be fun. Either way, I think you're going to have fun. You're going to get drunk. Are they going to have an open bar at the wedding? I don't know. I'm not one to get drunk. It's very rare for me to get drunk. And so, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Just drink some hard ciders. You'll be the other thing right. is, yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, so my mom got me a bunch of hard cider because she was thinking I was coming up. So when she's going to this wedding too, and she's going to be dropping off a bunch of 1911 because she had stocked up. So, and that's the other thing, like I can't party too hard Saturday night because I have to come home Sunday. Well, it's like a 12 hour trip. Yeah. That's not a fun trip because I did it from new Orleans to here. And my wife, it was five or six years ago. And my wife still complains about it. Um, me making that trip hungover. It's not fun. I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I probably won't be getting drunk that night. Yeah, we parted till like three in the morning and woke up about 11. And I intend everybody's like, okay, we're leaving the hotel. We're going back home. And, you know, I get up, I get up to tell everybody bye. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. And I get back up to the hotel room to start packing up. And then it hits me and it just stayed with me. Yeah. For like a six hour trip. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't want headaches. I don't want to be exhausted because then I'll get short with the kids in the car and I don't want to be like that. Uh, and I'm getting tired of driving everywhere. Right. And you don't want to fly. No. So did they, did they just, cause you had talked that they were giving you a credit. Did they give you your money back? Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't going to give, they gave me a, a credit and then I, I messaged them and I was just told them my experience and how, and it just listed everything in my all my frustrations. And they did give me a refund. They did make it right. And then they did give me $125 credit if I choose to fly with them. And I'm like, dang it, because I got to fly out to celebration next year. <laughs> but then again, I want to make sure I get there. Yeah. Maybe use it on your flight home or something. Or you can at least say, hey, I'm delayed. You know? Yeah. You can always tell work I couldn't get a flight. And right now there's not a whole lot they can do about that. Right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I just need to be more flexible in my tr travel. Like, right. And th the other thing is, like, I would have taken more time and not gone Friday night to Saturday night, a uh, Sunday night, but I'm, like, I ran out of vacation time, which reset, what, three, four days later? Oh, jeez. And, and if, if I really wanted to, I could have worked something out with work, but I'm not trying to, with, you know, rock the boat or anything like that. So just trying to be a nice guy and it just stunk. <laughs> we had we had made cups for Fonz, so I had to get somebody. I had to get David Quinn. Dude, Saint, give him props for that, Sa man. Saint David Quinn went to my house and picked up the box and brought it to Fonz. So I really appreciate that, David. Um, that was 
to know that was taken care of made me feel better. And then David called me after he picked up the box to kind of say that the package has been secured. And he he's, he's such a good guy that I felt so much better after talking to him. Yeah. Just about life in general. And then I was able to, you know, go out and hang out with my wife and try to move on, move from the situation. It looked like you made the best of a, of a bad situation. Yeah, we went for a hike and it was nice to get out. And um, I did buy some Star Wars figures that Saturday in Marietta. Yeah, um, what'd you get? The, there's some Power of the Force 2. There's a Boba Fett. And I don't have a carded Boba Fett Power of the Force 2. So I picked that up. It's got... um enclosed circles on his hands like full circles it doesn't have the half circles which i'm still on the hunt for and then i also got a jedi luke power of the force too but this one is the brown vest variant Ooh. so i mean that that line just had so much so many different variants long saber short saber short saber long saber tray close up obi-wan far away obi-wan on the back there was the light colored jedi luke and i can go on and on but yeah, I was able to pick that up for what nine bucks or something like that. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had that. My my wife's had a way better Star Wars week than I, or a couple of weeks than than I have. Uh, the only thing I've got recently, I they just came in today. I, I kind of cheated on our buddy Ian uh, Sanderson at uh at the the Acrylic Master of uh, Gonk Toys in California had a really good deal uh, going. Plus they had a um fun uh. Super Seven, I think it is, does the three and three quarter figures. They had done a uh, San Diego Comic Con Marty McFly in like a with a uh, hoverboard card back, and it's like a foot. It's like a it looks like the card back's like a foot big, foot long, and Gonk Toys were the only people that released that did a uh, case for it, an acrylic case for it. So I got that case, and then I got a 25th anniversary Black Series case from them because they were doing like free shipping and 10% off and every, it was one of those where they just had a whole, a ton of markdowns. Yeah. So, they're trying to get your business. Yeah. So they, they're cool cases. They just came in the day they shipped them. It took about a week for them to come in uh, from California. So that was, that was pretty, pretty good. I think they mailed them like shipped them UPS three or four days ago when they got here today mm-hmm. and uh, opened them up before the show and put them together. And they, there's some pretty cool looking cases. Uh, I mean, they're on par with the end stuff. It's, I think they're a little bit thinner, but you know it i'm happy with them good but, yeah but um yeah my wife actually we went up to second chance uh, a couple of weeks ago and she got um she brought some stuff in and traded she got a tri logo wicket men on card very good yeah so, unpunched she's like she's in the background <laughs> messing with her stuff right now she's like, i got yep, it unpunched yep yep <laughs> yeah yep yep and she got uh, some micro collection. Micro machines. Yeah, micro machines. Uh, you're actually jealous of these, I think. The uh, yeah. the Ewoks with like an alternative card back or something. I don't. You know more about them than I do, but uh, I guess they have like a star or an X wing on, on normally on them, but then these have the the characters on them, characters. so it's an alternative uh, card back. So and then uh, she got a what a low gray today. A bag Tebow. She got a, a bag Tebow from we went down. To, we we were going to go up to um, Charlotte. We had plans to go to Charlotte to Heroes Con this weekend. So we had taken today off and Heroes Con was canceled a couple of months ago. And middle of the week, my supervisor looks at me and goes, you got Friday off. And I went, huh? So then I come home and I ask Mandy, I'm like, do you have, still have Friday off? She goes, yeah. I said, well, cool. I'm taking it too. 
So we shot down to uh, Noonan and hit Full Circle and Atlanta Brick Company and uh, I think it's called Heroes Comics. There, there's just there's a few stores down there that uh, we hit, and then when she had found, uh, she got that bag Tebow. And then we went to another antique store and she found like a handmade wicket or a handmade Ewok, just a generic Ewok. Um, you know, just a, I don't want to say bootleg because it's too good to be a bootleg, but you know, just a handmade um, Ewok, which is cool. Yeah. She likes, likes the oddball stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I did get some micro machines on deal and no deal. Yeah. Which ones you get? I got vehicles um, like the f- three of the first six and then, after that, they released so they released like two versions in Star Wars packaging, and then two in Empire and two in Return of the Jedi. But then after that, they were just like, let's just do Star Wars Roman numeral one, Star Wars two, Star Wars three. So they would just number it from there on, so they didn't have to put the movie. And I got like seven of those, mm-hmm. and they're pretty good in package on the on the card because a lot of those people just didn't care about the micro machines as much as they did for the vintage ones. So nine times out, I would say 99 times out of a hundred, you're going to find micro machines that are pretty beat up and these are pretty good. So I was pretty, I was pleased with that. Awesome. And then I did get black series Hunter clone trooper. which is the black one from bad batch. I got the rocket trooper from a Jedi fallen order and massage Ventress. All black series. I need to get that massage because like, yeah, that's a cool figure. It's a really good figure. The colors pop on her. It's a nice blend of purple and blue, and that's a really good figure. Um. Yeah. What about uh? We I know we got like a month's worth of news to go over. Do you have anything that you need to you want to highlight or? or I, I mean, <laughs> do you have anything you want to gripe about? Yes. How Walmart screwed up things. I mean, Walmart's <laughs> yeah. So today. The day we're recording this, Walmart released a Hunter and a, um, what was it? No, Rex from a Black Series from Bad Batch. I got, I, I got lucky. Uh, I got I got them both, but I guess they sold out like shortly after that. Mm. And their prices were off a little bit. Like Rex was 30 bucks. Jesus. And the Hunter Crosshair was 25 and it's like, why is why is it so much more expensive? Because he's got a cloak wrapped around him. He's got a new hat. Not only that, we just got Rex a couple weeks ago in the Target exclusive. And they're re-releasing him again in the red box line at the end of the year. I guess they figured they had him in production, so why not I, boost yeah, it? It's just so frustrating when you get these repacks. It's so frequent like that, too. And then I'm I'm banging my head because they're re-releasing Rex in that red box line. Why are they doing that? They have a whole new line that they can just release all these in. I still need that Tuscan Raider in the red box line to finish that 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 collection. And it's what 60, 80 bucks, but then they released it in the archive series. And why do we still have the archive series? Because we have the new version of the packaging. And so now we have like three different lines going on. Like everything, they, they have a 501st, they have a Leia archive coming out. Those could be on the new box. We don't need the archive anymore. Just release it in the regular line. I don't know. They're just, it, it just feels like they're abusing us to get more money. Dude, and they're, and they're sucking on our addiction. 
Yeah. And, and I was reading through the, the post today uh, that you guys had on going. And I just, I felt like, you know, you guys could stop at any time. And if you yeah. guys stop buying Hasbro will get the, the message, you know, they'll yeah. eventually get it because I do, I feel your pain. It's like, yeah. you know, like you said, they, they, all they did was throw a cloak on Rex and they get everybody for $31. Yeah. But yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and I see your point with the new packaging because that's what they did with the rebels instead of re- releasing them in the, in the archive, they yeah. released them in the new packaging. Yeah, it's just and like the whole point of the archive was so that they can re-release figures and preserve the value of the original. Right. But they they're not doing that because they re-released Rex. They did that with Grievous and the Gamorrean Guard, and I'm doing this all on the top of my head, and the um Jedi Fallen Order Trooper. I can't remember what his name was. He came out with the game and then they re-released it. And so it's just like what what is going on? You're just trying to make money like i mean that's yeah that's obviously the the motive of every corporation but are you trying to get more money from us that's abuse us they are i mean if 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 we're gonna keep buying them they're gonna keep producing them i mean truthfully that that's and and it's everybody is is like i i gotta have it i gotta have it and you know uh, i i feel your pain because there's stuff that i'm like you know but I'm not a big Black Series collector because it's so frustrating to yeah. get the figures. So I've taken a step back. And then when I, there's a figure I really want, I got to have it. And it's, you know, then you got to go through all the, the BS of, of getting it. But then like today when I'm at full circle, there's stuff sitting on their shelf. They had the Rebel Trooper, Black Series Rebel Trooper in the 40th packaging for $15. And I should have picked it up because I've heard that figure's awesome because you can change the faces and stuff on it. Yeah. And there, you know, you could arm it's a figure that's it lends itself to army building very easily. Yep. And I just, I don't know. I, I, it's me being cheap, I guess, because then I'm going to open up a can of worms I don't want to open up with that figure. The thing that frustrates me with the whole Hasbro thing is they had this whole live stream where they pretty much announced, for the most part, except for the Black Series archive and then some updates to the Rogue One stuff. There's a lot of newness in the line. Yeah. For the vintage collection, it was Demithriol, there's Bo Katan, Quill, the Republic Trooper, and, and the Hoth Rebel Soldier. Both were high in demand and both, are, I think, are welcomed re releases. And then they have a new Galen Erso, Antok, Merrick, and Bodhi Rook from Rogue One. And they were calling out on several occasions, like what was new or what was reused. Like Antok Merrick, for the most part, was like the the Luke snowspeeder just redecoed and, and that's fine, but they were calling it out and they were just kind of like trying to put out that fire before it happened. And then the next day they start releasing a bunch of different clones and it's quite obvious. Those are just repacks. And then the, the following day or two, I mean, we've got the power of the force stuff, which is all repacks, the black series, power of the force, Greedo, Luke and Han, Clone Troopers and Walmart and Walgreens. It's just, I think a lot of people are exhausted from the repacks and I understand why they do it, but I don't know. Yeah, those Power of the Force 2 are the repacks no one wanted. (laughs) It was like, let's pick the one part of the line that everybody hates and let's re-release it. Yeah. I, I... it's it's weird. I mean, they're celebrating the 50th anniversary, and I understand why they did it, but the, I, I 
feels like what else can we just suck money from them you know for let's right. just release re-release this well we have this rex mold let's pump that out three times and so it's just frustrating yeah and couldn't they i mean i don't know i, I don't know enough about the clone troopers because i'm just now getting in the clone you know clone wars and clone troopers with bad batch and everything isn't that something they can just repaint it or is it they have to do the wreck i mean i guess the rex head is uh yeah. you know proprietary but the yeah body the, is. the body is different for the most part but rex i mean rex is almost the same figure three times jesus and i appreciate it when they try to recolor it they might do something a little different with the face and they've done that before with the wolf and what's the mustard guy i can't remember i don't know dude like yeah bly i was looking for him and i do appreciate that like that for me is like a creative repack where you're getting something new you can line them up but they're all different because they all have different colors but i don't know i feel like i'm going down this this rant for too long but it's nothing new i think a lot of people are feeling that right the thing i, I think they did announce a black series has lab and the first thing i felt was it's going to be a rancor that's what a lot of people are calling out man and that would be cool however i don't think that's going to be a 300 350 um price tag i think that's the sweet spot for those has labs 350 dollars mm-hmm. I think that's closer to $200. And what I'm really afraid of, because that Darksaber was, what, 200 250 Yeah. That it's going to be one of these role-playing things. Huh. Uh, and that's just what I'm afraid that this HasLab's going to be. It's not going to be the figures that people want. It's not going to be a place that it's going to be like a Stormtrooper blaster because you can't sell the guns anymore. Right. That is, I've never heard that. I like that the way you're going with that. I've never. I heard. don't like where I'm going with that. <laughs> I well, I, I under a, a stormtrooper blaster for 350 bucks would be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I know you can get unlicensed stuff for that. That's uh, it's just like the sabers. You can go get unlicensed stuff for the same stuff they're selling the black series for that are dueling that you can duel with. Yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe it is a, a role play thing. That I mean. I, I kind of go the other way. I think that would be cool, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people would feel ripped off if they, oh, we're, we did a, a Stormtrooper blaster or we did a DL-44, which is Han Solo's blaster. Uh, it, maybe that's what they want to do, but do they really want kids playing with quote-unquote guns nowadays or, or, or what? I mean, even though it's not a kid's toy, um, is that somewhere that Hasbro wants to go? Yeah, I don't know. Time will tell. I hope it's not. I hope it's you know action figures. Right. And then I also heard somebody say something about the Rancor. If you're going to do a Black Series Rancor, you're expecting people to have the Jabba, which is a four or five year old figure. Yeah. Well, the, that's approaching the 40th anniversary of of uh, Return of the Jedi when they're going to start pumping all those out on card back. So it'd be you could, they could delay it a year mm-hmm. and a half and get that uh, around what, 2023? Yeah. Or unless they're going to do something crazy like uh, package it with the Jabba, and then you got the whole Jabba's throne room. Like, because they did, they did yeah. the, a Black Series version, a smaller, like a three and three quarter Black Series version. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. 
So that's all the action figure news. There's tons of other news. Yeah, let's. That I've uh, collected it. Collected. <laughs> I, I haven't had much to drink. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> well, let's just talk, man. What What else you got going on? What else well, you got? I was happy to hear JJ say this. Did you see what he said about Rise of Skywalker and the the lack of pre-planned storytelling? Yes. Good right. job. I was right. He <laughs> says, you have to plan things as best as you can, and you always need to meet to be able to respond to the unexpected, and the unexpected could come in all sorts of forms. And I do think that there's nothing more important than knowing where you're going. Having a plan, I have learned, in some cases the hard way, is the most critical thing because otherwise you don't know what you're setting up. You don't know what to emphasize because if you don't know the inevitable inevitable of your story, you're just as good as your last sequence or effect or joke or whatever, but you have to be leading to somewhere inevitable. Yeah. I am right. They just said, let's make star Wars. Yeah. I think it was, it's hit like metaphorically, he was passing the baton. He's passing it off to, He's passing the lightsaber to, to Ryan Johnson, who didn't see The Force Awakens, didn't actually sit in a theater and get the feeling and the pacing and the excitement of The Force Awakens. And so he made his own Star Wars movie based on what he thought Star Wars was. And that's why there's the disconnect between the energy. And then JJ comes swinging back. And they do that, that, that insane force jump sequence where they're just jumping from planet to planet to planet to planet and it's just like whoa i gotta catch my breath what the hell is going on right it's just jarring and the lack of vision for that sequel trilogy i think he's owning up to it and i appreciate that and hopefully he's going to learn from that and then i mentioned this before and i'm talking too much and lost and lost they were developing they're rewriting the uh, pilot they had shot the pilot jj came in he started changing things up there's going to be a hatch and the writers were like damon lindelof was like what's in the hatch don't worry about it. i'll figure it out later well you kind of have to know what's in the hatch where are you where are you going it's not just about the mystery yeah the vintage collection archive book was delayed until september which i understand it's frustrating because we want the book but i do think that they're making some pretty cool changes to it based on what i've based on what they've communicated to us so far. I don't know anything more inside baseball, but it does seem like it's going to be worth the wait. And I think it's kind of short-sighted because if it's released in September, you know, next year this time, we're, we're going to have a really good, an amazing vintage collection book worth the wait. We don't have to wait for the second version or sequel or anything like that. We'll have a comprehensive book that'll have everything we want in it in one place we don't have to spend you know another 50 60 bucks on another version so yeah and those are good guys too man i mean i know they're they're working hard at trying to get it right and the way things it really right now really sucks because you can't get anything like you used to right now uh you know you you order a couch you're six to eight months out when you order a couch where it used to you can get it you know the next day yeah uh, you know, stuff at my work, we're, we're running into it because, you know, we've got uh, we're trying to get stuff in from one of our suppliers and we keep getting emails saying we don't have any drivers. And it's been two or three weeks since we've got it pro- gotten product in. And it's in Lawrenceville. I'm in Norcross and it's in Lawrenceville and they can't get it from Lawrenceville to Norcross. So, I mean, that's how bad things are right now. Yeah. Lumber's starting to come down. Yeah. <laughs> how much money did you After. save on lumber? I didn't save. I'll tell you that much. 
I'm, I'm working on a, a project right now and I'm trying to build some cantina furniture and I bought some wood yesterday and that was 120 bucks. Jeez. It was a lot for plywood and some, some not pretty wood. I'll say mm-hmm. not like the best mill wood because you don't, you're not going to see it. It's the inside of the furniture, but yeah, and it's coming down, but it's still, it's still expensive, man. Wow. That'll get better. Yeah. It has to. So Bob Chapek was at an investor conference or a shareholder meeting. I don't remember which one. This was a couple of weeks ago. But he was talking to people. He was talking to the audience. And he said, in the end, as you know, in entertainment, it's really about content. I think basically we've got six Marvel titles. We've got Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Loki, and, and Hawkeye. We've got What If. We've got all these great stories coming to Disney+, Plus, Han Solo, or I mean Boba Fett from Star Wars. And it was like, what Oh, was that? hello what was that 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 was a slip right where did that come from oh my so i mean that's his quote i don't know if uh, han solo will will appear in boba fett that'd be awesome but whoo that was a good one i didn't hear him mess up that's the first time i'm hearing that dude yeah he he messed up wow He he was talking about all the content all the titles so we'll wow. see if Alden will appear again as Han Solo. Because there, there's a big push to make Solo 2 happen, and there's the Lando series that's coming out, so maybe that'll be more, you know, have yeah. some Han Solo in it. Um, but speaking of, of Boba Fett, of the Book of Boba, they've actually said that they are going to cover that era of him falling into the Sarlacc to yep. what happens in The Mandalorian. So they're going to cover some of that era. So we're going to get to see... Um, you know some of that time so that that'll be cool so maybe yeah. han solo pops up yeah along with cobb cobb vanth and Dude, the i was mandalorian. thinking about that today yep cobb and mando they're supposed to be in it according to rumors in addition to everyone's favorite trendosian bosk yes those are the rumors oh did you see bad batch did you finally watch it yes i did yes, yes. dude i felt so bad for you <laughs> because yeah. it was spoiled we were i was talking to you and like i'm like i'm not gonna spoil it too for you but oh my god it gets so much better because it, it got good last week it got okay last week it started catching up and and i was a little upset with with okay so let me all right spoilers. i was right about that too yeah we're, we're, we're gonna go spoilers because we're gonna talk about last week and this week of bad batch right now we're jumping all over the place it's been forever since we recorded so you know we got a lot of a lot to catch up on but you know last week they i was a little upset with the inhibitor chip because it didn't I thought that would be like a whole episode, not 15, you know, not 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I thought they did good building on that this week because they were still in the Jedi uh, spe- uh, ship and, you know, Ray, um, shit, saw, uh, whatever the guy's name, shooter, what the sharpshooter guy, Crosshair. Crosshair. He shows up, you know, and then they have the epic you know, battle between him and Crosshair. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, cool. It was a great episode. Last, it was a good episode this week. And now it's starting to get some action. And, and you're like, great. You know, o- Omega is doing her thing. And, and I'm Omega. And, and, you know, they're doing her and, and um, Wrecker are back to being best buddies. And, and then, you know, it was just, oh, it was just cool because they were, yeah, he, the, the, crosshairs acting like the empire and everybody's like well he's not going to do this like turn the engines on and then they turn the engines on and they're like we're going to do the charges which will do this and then crosshair gets hurt and 
I'm jumping all over the place, but I mean, stop me when you want to say something because I'm waiting for the end before I'm waiting for the big reveal before I say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But then at the end, you hear uh-huh. the voice. You see them get back to the ship at the end, and there's a stormtrooper laying or a clone trooper laying there. And you're like they're they're freaking out because they're like, this isn't the clone trooper. And you're like, okay, is that what's her first? You find out the Trinocians are the ones that are hiring the bounty hunters to get Omega back because now you realize that there's really something wrong with or not wrong, but they're hiding Omega's something more than just a clone. There's yeah. something about her. So they they revealed that this episode. And then yeah, when we kind of knew that though. Right. But now they they're they're reoccurring it that she's important enough to hire bounty hunters to right, hunt her down. Right, right. Um, and then when they get back to the ship, there's a clone trooper that has been killed, and Hunter's like, "Oh my God, this isn't you know Crosshair's work. This is a bounty hunter's work." And then you hear the voice, and I went, "Oh shit!" And it's yep, Cad, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. He's got a smaller hat. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you know, I appreciated his appearance in this one because he just. He got down to business. He won. Like they went full out Western, which I loved. Mm-hmm. He he knocked out Hunter, and he knocked out um, Amiga. No problem. Right. And it's just like that's the badass bounty hunters that I want to see. I don't want to see them fail, because that was the frustrating thing. Like he was always losing to Ahsoka and Anakin in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And you get to the point where he's more of a joke than a formidable foe. And that's not the case in this episode. He was just he got down to business and he kicked ass. Right. So, so I liked you, it. Yeah, and you you got to see a couple of cool uh, shots from inside the helmet because with with crosshair, and with Hunter when Hunter they he, he recovered from the shot, you're seeing him. You know you're got a heads up display in his helmet, and you yeah, know, you could see everybody. You know, so you see his point of view when he comes back to to quote unquote life or comes back to whatever reality, and yeah. it was just I thought the 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 writing on the not the, the writing the writing was the writing, but the cinematography and i know that's the wrong term because it's a cartoon um no there is a cinematographer in in cartoons i mean where do you put the camera when you're filming a 360 degree uh sequence okay because they animate the 360 degrees like they make a model and then they put the people moving in the model and then you got to figure out where you put your camera and so there is some cinematography that goes into animated series well then the cinematography i will call it what it is then i thought the cinematography in this was great with those couple of extra uh shots that we've never seen before i agree and and, you know you it's like all right cool this show is what i've been waiting for for how many episodes it's been for eight weeks i've been waiting for this show to show up and it shows up this morning which i was i was amazed with this episode now this is what i was expecting from this season from this show was what I got today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved Cobb. Cobb. What am I? I'm looking at. Sorry, I'm looking at pipeline reveals. Cobb Vanth oh. is coming, dude. But, I am so happy. That's the first one that I've been like, yes, because I yep. love that figure. I love that character. I can't wait for that Black Series to come out. But anyway. Yeah, but uh, we'll get yeah. back to bad get Cad Bane. Cad Bane is awesome. We'll- he was just here. awesome. Yeah. He's a cool character. And, um, you know, I was talking to somebody today, just shooting, shooting the crap because um, about stuff. And then we got talking about other things. And he's like, well, I'm just now watching Clone Wars. And I'm like, 
you've got to watch Clone Wars. Dave Filoni has done such a good job of intermingling and weaving Clone Wars into modern day Star Wars lore. Because if mm -hmm. you haven't watched the seventh season of Stone Clone Wars, you won't get Rebels, you won't get Bad Batch, you won't get Mandalorian. Yeah. You won't understand what's going on in all these episodes. You won't understand the nuances that happen. It's you know, you won't understand why Ahsoka and uh, Darth Maul have a have a beef in Rebels if you haven't watched Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's very just, rich. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. He's done such a good job with that, and it. I I, I kind of hate that you got to watch. You got to put that much time into it. I, I hate as a as a quote unquote, but you're gonna it's you get so much out of those seven seasons of Clone Wars, man. It's wow. And Absolutely. then when you watch it after you know rewatch everything on top of knowing what's going on in Clone Wars, you can thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> you're preaching to the choir here. Right. It's this. This is for the people who have never seen any of this stuff and need to be sold on why should I sit and watch three days, four days worth of continuous episodes of cartoons. All right, but they're not cartoons. They're so much more than cartoons. I know, but for people who don't want to invest their time, it's just cartoons to them. Right. But it's Star Wars, man. Wow. I am, it's good Star Wars. It's good. Now it's, yeah, but now Bad Batch is finally getting good. Like I said, after eight freaking weeks of going, where the heck is this thing going? It finally showed us today. Um yeah, but that seems to be their their um, I don't know their formula for telling these stories over extended periods of time, where there's a couple build-up episodes, and later on in the season, these characters will come back, and they'll the all it all gel, everything will just intersect perfectly. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't imagine if some of the characters that we've met that felt like they're just spinning wheels are actually meant to do something in the end of the Bad Batch. Right. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, that was what I've been waiting. That that, yeah, <laughs> it saved my my hope in Bad Batch this morning. What a great episode it was. So yes, Cobb Vance is coming into the Black Series. Yep. Yay. So is Nomad Nomad Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, Migs Mayfield in a tank trooper disguise, which is like can't make the full body. You got to repack something, huh? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi bid. Bib Fortuna is coming, which is obviously another preparation for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, so they can put that on the card back. At least that's a new figure because I know they it is. You know they've been wanting people. Didn't I'm they excited. also say Lobot? Uh, Lobot is coming for the Vintage Collection line, all, along with another Bib Fortuna. Okay. And the Navarro playset for the Vintage Collection. And awesome. Then there's also the the Jedi Patrol Stormtrooper. Which I think just has a different kind of pauldron on his shoulder. Just painted a different color. They won't know. Right. Which I'm, I'm fine. Whatever. So that's what well, excites me is when they're going to bring, you know, big, bring bib, bring, well, they're not doing it in black. They're doing it in a vintage line, but they're doing both for bib. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Lobot awesome. is the only one that's coming for the vintage. Okay. Gotcha. Line. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do the figures we hadn't seen yet, you know? I, I understand them wanting to, you know, stick at the scalpers, but. Are resellers rather, but you know you're sticking it to everybody else too, not just them. When well, somebody package. somebody had pointed out that I forget who it was another podcast. I'm sorry, should quote them. I think it might have been Yakface that Ara Singh was part of the pipeline reveal earlier this year, and then their next 
live ep- live showcase, whatever you want to call it, they really they revealed or sing. So it's not like you're deep in the pipeline. It's almost like this is a preview of what you'll see next time. Yeah. Huh. Hey. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like right. that's that's the expectation we should have with these pipeline reveals, that they're not showing us something two three years down the road. They're showing something that's pretty close to production. All right. Forrest Whitaker is apparently coming back. I saw Guerrera in uh, Cassie and Andor show. Like, dude, yeah. Speaking of shows, I'm gonna... lies, <laughs> deceptions. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to be an older still like he's going to have to be an older but maybe not just you know he could be more man than machine. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Have you but seen that, did got There was okay. a there was a co-star that said that they were happy they got to work with him. Man. And so it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess he's in the show." Did you see the uh pictures of uh Ian McGregor walking around with a black robe on? Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor, whatever. Yes, Obi-Wan. I did. Yes. That's very exciting. Yeah. And then they have the all the cast are walking around with black robes on, and you got the one guy that's a stormtrooper that just don't just don't care. Yeah, I mean a stormtrooper's a stormtrooper. We we kind of pretty much figured that was gonna be in the show. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what they're doing with this show. Have you did you did can you find that audio you sent me real quick that you shared with me? I can't find it. I was gonna speaking of clone troopers and stormtroopers, the one of of, of him and yeah. uh can you is it handy? Do you know where to find it? I can it's on my it's in my Gmail, but I don't know if. Oh, that's where it is. Did you send it to me on Gmail? I sent it in Gmail, yeah. All right. Well, let me let me find it in Gmail. So let's. Um... Should I queue it up? Yeah. Can you so, queue it up real quick? Yeah, you and McGregor and Pedro Pascal. All right, I've got it. I found okay. it. Okay. They did it. like an actor on actor, which was sponsored by Variety, and and if you, it's only thirty minutes long. So if you just want to put it on, it's on YouTube. You can just put it on and listen to it. It's pretty interesting. Pedro did confirm that he hasn't shot anything for season three, to which I say, come on. But I have something more to say about The Mandalorian in just a minute. But um, Ewan did talk about seeing Stormtroopers for the first time. He's never acted with Stormtroopers. So, yeah, this is that clip. And it's just, yeah, it's 30 seconds of, of gold. I realized I never, I've never acted with a Stormtrooper because I did all the, mine were clones, you know? There's a clone arm. Yeah. So I'd never seen right. a stormtrooper. So when I was walking past in this scene, I turned around and I was like six years old again. Like, doesn't it do it something to something you? So isn't it complete? Insane. Like I was like feeling like I was six again or something because I was so close to one. I got a fright, you know, so crazy. So, oh, wow. Sorry. It's a, it's a, <laughs> here's another clip of Glenn crying. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's exciting. I mean, I love to see the Obi-Wan stuff on Tatooine and I'm sure he's going off into space and he's leaving Luke behind to do something, but what, and how does Anakin play into it? Why is Hayden back? He's got to be more than just, they've got to be doing flashbacks or something because they wouldn't bring Hayden Christensen back and put him in a Darth Vader suit. Yeah. I agree. You know, unless you're going to see him in Darth Vader without the helmet on or something, but whatever. But anyway, Yes, stormtroopers even get Obi Wan Kenobi excited <laughs> to yes. see up line and yes. live and in person. How ha- that's just a great clip, and you can just hear his excitement to be like, "It's an actual stormtrooper." That's his first time acting in a scene with a stormtrooper. It's awesome. Yeah, even after twenty years in the in the franchise, 
he's not jaded. Like there's still some love there for the character and for the world and for background actors, you know? Right. Yeah. That was just, I, yeah. Go ahead. I did have, yeah, no, we were, t- um, they asked Pedro about season three of Mandalorian. And after thinking about it some more, I'm like, do we really need a season three? Cause it seems like the first episode he's protecting, he meets the child. He's protecting the child for two seasons and then he's no longer protecting the child. So it seems like the arc is complete and possibly the story. But then you've got Bo-Katan and you got Moth Gideon and you've got the dark saber and I, 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 it could be over. Yeah. I, I go ahead. The only other thing is like, maybe it's over as a series. Maybe we should just make it a movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I truthfully, I think the the season three, you're not going to see baby Yoda. It's going to be, it's going to be him with the Mandalorians and the dark saber and Moth Gideon. There's going to be a whole storyline that I think they've got enough. They may not be a full season, but they've got a few episodes of that storyline that that can play out. I really truly think uh, they're going to do a good job with that, but yeah, I, I think it, it. How much more does the Mandalorian have in it? Truthfully, yeah. The actor who played Moff Gideon at one point said that we're going to get some really good answers season five or season four, or something like that. Didn't he say something like that at the start of yeah, season two? He really did. He said like season four, season five, some stuff would play out, and I don't know if they've got that much left in it. But uh, they've planned things out, unlike JJ. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's Dave. That's one step ahead. Yeah, give Dave. Let Dave Filoni make some movies. Yes, yes, more, more Dave Filoni, John, John Favreau, John Favreau, Dave too. Filoni. Yeah, wow. Um, there was a site called the Illuminati, and they're reporting that Barris Afi will return in Ahsoka, which is interesting because she was in that last arc where she got framed. Ahsoka got framed by Barris. Mm-hmm. And that caused her to leave. So, and we never knew what happened to Barris after, after that episode. So, maybe there's some revenge going on or something. I don't know. That Ahsoka show is going to be, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebels season five. At least I hope. Like I hope. Like I said, dude, give me two seasons. Give me two episodes of Rebels. Let that. Let that. You know, storyline close, and I'll be happy. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they're going to make the whole series or whole season Rebels season five. But I, you know, I'm hoping that you know, give me two, give me half of it. I'll be a happy camper. Uh, but yeah, with all these frequent Marvel shows, I'm like, where's where's the Star Wars guys? Come on, yeah, dude, Loki's oh, yeah, Loki's is Loki is awesome. I love it, man. I, and um, I where there again, it started off slow, but now boom, the end of the last season, the, the end of the last episode, you're like, yeah. this is getting good now. Yep. Well, it's not Star Wars, but I'm very excited about Loki. Dude, we can still talk Marvel, man. We talk Disney. I mean, we 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 don't have to be. You know, we could be like 90% Star Wars. I like to stay in my swim lane. If I get on my swim lane, I start to freak out. No, it's... What am I, what am I doing? It's a good show. Mm. I don't know. I like Loki a lot. I like the mystery of it. Is that Enchantress? Is that a variant of Loki? Right. And, yeah. And I loved... 
the the the, the changing of the um, what do they call them timelines? It's just yeah. the possibilities. The the, the grand oh, grand finale of this year is Spider Man. With all the rumors swirling that they've got old villains coming back oh, and yeah. it's like a multiverse kind of thing. Like if I see Alfred Molina Molino Molina as Doc Ock again, I am going to just literally crap my pants in right. excitement. I will not have they... any control of my bowels. <laughs> They're kind of doing the same thing. They're teasing the same thing with Batman too, right? It's uh, the flash. Yeah. He's going into the multiverse and, yeah, he's going to see. I think he's even Ben Affleck's coming back as Batman for that one. Right. And they're actually talking like they want to keep Ben Affleck's Batman with um uh, this version the, of the Flash. Right, or whatever the league is, right, whatever the uh, whatever Justice League and then they could do whatever they want, which I totally it's like that I'm good with that if you want to do that. Let Ben Affleck stick with the Justice League scenario and then let somebody else play Batman everywhere else. And I don't think I think we're smart enough or we're not going to care as long as it's good content. But yep. I do have uh, I I I got we're trying to get to them, but we've got so much to talk about. It's been yeah, great. Yeah, like you still want to talk about your laser crest. Yeah. Lego, laser crest. <laughs> <laughs> I've only I haven't even finished my first drink. The Lego Razor Crest Escape Hatch. I have a note here that you wanted to talk about something, yeah, and I can't remember what it was. It was because I, I built the the Razor Crest, and remember, like you know, we talked about how in the Hasbro version of the Razor Crest, they talked about the Escape Hatch, and we were just like, why would they do the Escape Hatch? That's really weird. Would mm-hmm. you know why would they release that? And as I'm building the the Lego version of it, there was an Escape Hatch in the Lego version of it which I was kind of like, and it comes out, you could put a figure in it. I mean, it's, it's play, you know, the playability is there with this escape hatch on the Lego yeah. Razor Crest, which I must say they did a heck of a job on this Lego Razor Crest. It, you know, it's well worth the hundred and some odd dollars that it is because they've got the, the blocks, the carbonite blocks that slide in and out and it, they, the missiles, they've got like a, a panel that slides down and you can put the missiles in it. So you have like a, an armory. Um, it's just, it's a very well thought out, a Lego piece and you understand why like I mean Legos are expensive but when you get a $130 piece and you see they've got a book that's you know 300 pages to tell you how to put it together you realize why Legos are as expensive as what they are but uh, yeah so they have a full escape pod you can put a figure in and everything and I kind of I had posted uh, in the group about it and uh, Thomas uh, Satcher S-A-T-C-H-E-R no, I know I totally butchered it but apparently he he had commented in my post that the uh, designers, when they presented the Razor Crest to Dave Filoni, he was like, what's this circle thing in it? And they're like, oh, it's an escape pod. And he goes, huh, I didn't write one in, but leave it on the design and we'll figure something out later. So that may be the same thing with Lost or, you know, maybe Dave Filoni has a thing for hatches that he'll figure out later. Maybe, maybe. I don't, yeah. They didn't go anywhere with that, so who knows? Right. Maybe it was a something they thought they would add in, but after it got blown up, no <laughs> really, need for that escape hatch anymore. I really thought about just opening all the pieces and setting them on my shelf and being, there's the Razor Crest. Not even doing anything to them. <laughs> <laughs> and just leaving them. Put a crater in the middle of your living room. <laughs> there it is. And like a toothpick painted silver. <laughs> There it is. There's a razor crest. There it is. 
Oh, they, I, I, yeah. What a great, what a great Lego piece. Um, I do have, um, before we go, I, uh, let me just, I'm going to go over these and then I'll go into one more thing and then we'll go into the main topic. But anyway, uh, go we over main, shows, huh? We had a main topic this Not week? Not a main topic, but I need to oh. gripe. I need to get something off my chest and we'll get it off in it. You do that in a second. I want to go over all the shows that are coming up because there are, man, I tell you what, dude, the last half of this year, people are making up for, 2020 and 2021 first half of 2021 being a crap being a crap you know a, a crap show um next weekend is joe fest in augusta where we will be there we're making the we're gonna road trip out there saturday morning uh go check it out where i'm hearing uh you know i'm hearing it's a great show there's gonna be i know a couple some people from cincinnati some toy shops from cincinnati is gonna be down there i know afa is gonna be down there i've actually heard it's less joe's it's still a lot of joe's but it's less joe's in toy lana so but that's exciting to me but I, i'm i'm just excited to get to a really big toy show again uh next weekend uh why did i put you i don't know oh july 10th is spidey's toys and collectible show that's in Brazelton. That's going to be a smaller show, but I think it's like five bucks to get in. Uh, we'll be there with the club table. Uh, October 10th is the, really? I'm sorry. I don't know. I got to look at that, but uh, I'm seeing October 10th for Legion Comic Con, which uh, I need to check that. Hold on a minute. Because that is the same day as uh, the show in, let me look. I'm looking that up because that's the same day of the show in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati toy show. Oh, no, I'm sorry. There we go. I'm glad I looked that up. October 23rd is Legion Comic Con. Um, I got the date wrong on my notes. So October 23rd is Legion Comic Con in Smyrna, Georgia, which our buddy Chris Hamer puts on. Uh, it's a really cool show. Uh, and then October 10th is there's a, a Star Wars show in Cincinnati, September 20, September 18th and 19th is another show in Cincinnati, a Comic-Con. But anyway, uh, let me just quote the, I think that's it that I've got. And then we've got our summer social, uh, the club is July 17th. Oh God. <laughs> Jason can't come to cause he's got a wedding. I got a heart. I got a knife in my heart. Oh. It's all right. I'm back. We're back, but uh, yeah. So next, yeah, it'll be another live from the toy show next weekend. So hopefully we can, you know, get some good good footage for that. But um, those are the toy shows that are coming up. So it's pretty exciting, and I'm actually uh, Faith No More is playing in Cincinnati in September. So I get to go back to Cincinnati, and I get to see Faith No More. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. Hey. I was so I was like, wait a minute, because they, they show Newport, Kentucky, and then in parentheses it said Cincinnati, and I went, oh crap! It's like the perfect storm. So I get to go see an awesome show and get to go shop for toys. Wow, <laughs> I couldn't have mm -hmm. asked for so, anything better. So that's, uh, your, that's your dream vacation right there. It is, and I have a wife that's like, let's go shopping, <laughs> 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 which makes it even better. But. Uh, Anyway, back to the a little bit more serious stuff, but I'm just excited. I've been waiting for like, I saw them in 15 and I was supposed to see them in 20 and that show got canceled. So then when I found out they were playing and we were, because we were going to go to Chicago to see them 
and they were playing a big festival. And I told my wife, I'm like, let's just wait because they're going to play a show, a smaller show that we could drive through, drive to, because you could, you know, you can kind of see that the shows, they're not going to stay out on the East coast for a week and not do something because show the festival shows are like a week apart. And sure enough, they're playing Cincinnati, which is like a six hour drive, which if, if anybody can get to Cincinnati, you need to go Cincinnati. Cause if you're a star Wars fan, it's sort of, it's Mecca. There's like five or six, you can take three days. There's five or six, seven, eight toy shops that got good quality stuff. Uh, you know, go back and listen to our Cincinnati show. Um, it's just, it's a cool town. It's got cool. It's just a cool vibe um, as far as Kenner goes. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited about that trip. But um, Avengers, like came, yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I'm finally, it's starting to a little to bit, yeah, just a little bit, because man, and when I got my Start, tickets, starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel it, because yesterday when I got the tickets, they yeah, they went on sale yesterday, and I get the tickets, and Mandy calls me, and she's like, "They're," she gives me the price of the ticket. I'm like, "Oh crap, I only got one ticket," and I there were reserved seats, and I got a really really good seat, so I'm freaking out, and she's trying to buy more seats, and and because the way the the venue is really weird, it's mostly general admission, but then you pay a little more, and you can get a reserved seat. And she's like, I want a reserved seat because I want to sit down when I get tired. I don't want to be in a crowd of people, um, you know, have a little bit more control. So long story short, I had one ticket. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, crap. So she's trying to get two tickets, two tickets. And I said, you know what? Let me just see about getting one ticket. So I was able to get seats nine and 12. So we have two people between us on the same row in the same section. So I just I looked up the, you know. <laughs> thank the maker when that came up. So I'm hoping the people between yeah. us will be like, Oh yeah, y'all sit close to each other. Or we're just going to be like yelling at each other over them and sharing beer and stuff and just be annoying. And they'll be like, yeah, y'all, y'all sit next to each other because there's nothing worse than when you get to a show and you're sitting on a row or something because, and then people show up and you're, you're, you know, it doesn't matter. You're not, they're not getting a, a better seat than you're getting. You're in the same seat and you're already in the seats. And people are like, those are my seats. I'm like, well, you can have my seats, but those are my seats. Well, take my seats, you know, and there, there's no advantage to one seat versus the other, except I'm already sitting here, you know, or because I don't want to sit on top of somebody or whatever. And, you know, I hope people aren't like that when we get up there, but anyway, it'll be, it'll be a good show. I'm, I'm excited for it. You'll have fun. You'll, you're good. Yeah, I'll be fine. You've got tickets. You're going to be in there. So yeah, that's, that's what really matters. But uh, back to Avengers campus, they have the Spider-Man ride, which is sort of like a shooting gallery ride, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm just curious about this and I want to know your feelings. There have, you know, basically you play Spider-Man and and you could do the web slinging thing. And it's sort of like their version of um, Toy Story Mania. But for $65, you can buy an arm or a hand that'll give you Iron Man, give you uh, Captain America, give you, you know, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't think it's Hulk, but, you know, can give you these different options and it'll make the game, the ride play different for $65 for a two minute ride. Yep. That, that's the only time the game that the hand is good for because it's, it, you know, it's worthless any other way. And, yep. and I was just, I, I, I I don't think that's fair, Disney. It, it, you know, I mean, it, it, it separates. You know, I can understand the lightsaber, man, because you're not, you know, you're flaunting the lightsaber, but you're not taking it on Smuggler's Run and going and make it's making this ride better because I have a lightsaber. You know, it, it just, I think it's poor, poor planning on Disney's part. Uh, you know, if they want to do something like that, do it five or ten dollars, ten or you know, maybe even twenty five dollars. 
you know, but to make something like that, that's $65 to increase, you know, make a ride better for five minutes that you're only going to be able to ride one day because it's the same thing as, you know, smugglers, I mean, uh, rise of resistance for the queue. You have to remember one thing about Disneyland is that that's uh, pretty much annual passes, right? Like it's like a 90%, something high, like 80 to 90% of the people who go to Disneyland are locals. So these are people that are going over and over and over and over again. So if you want to change your experience, here's a $65 thing. They were also supposed to have this open last summer. And so this was supposed to be like season two kind of build up, add up, um, add on it or whatever you want to call it. It was supposed to be available season two. So it just stinks that for Disney, it stinks that, that they're releasing this. They're opening the ride and releasing this at the same time, which was not the original intent. With that said, Universal already made a really, really amazing Spider-Man ride. <laughs> the, the, it's closer uh, to us. Right. The amazing Spider-Man at Universal Islands of Adventure is is just one of the best rides I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. It's got everything you ever want. It's got the Sinister sti- Six, Dr. Octopus. You're flying. Spider-Man's there. He's saving you. It's 3D. It's, it's just an amazing ride. And anything that Disney tries to do pales in comparison. And it just goes to show that they're developing these this ride to just make money. They they have what? They have Midway Mania or maybe they have Buzz Lightyear. They have a ride that's exactly like it out there. Right. So it's just it's just a cash in. It's just uh, do something creative. Just make a ride. Right. I'm getting off my soapbox. Yeah. I'm getting worked up. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I do feel it's like a crappy cash grab, especially for $65, yeah. man. Like I said, make them like 20 bucks. Then, okay, cool. $20, it, to me, it just makes a lot more sense. But yeah, um, I don't know. And then I'm curious because you'll go to Universal and half of Universal is owned by Disney. Half of the IP in Universal is owned yeah. by Disney, which yeah. I just find hilarious. Yeah, they own the Simpsons now. They own all of the spider-man marvel stuff for the most part yeah can we take a break so i can refill my class my glass go get your yeah let's take a break today's story seems like one of those with multiple angles depending on your point of view but in all reality is an open and shut case. A case of corruption. A case of absolute power corrupting absolutely. The Jedi, known for being guardians of peace for generations, attempted to overthrow the Emperor. That much we know. What we don't know, and what we'll explore in the coming weeks, is why this happened. Welcome to the Crime of the Millennium podcast, a nine-episode show where we dive deep into what went wrong nearly 20 years ago when these peace-loving monks decided it was time to seize the spotlight on the galactic stage. This is the story of how a group of individuals with seemingly good intentions can be misled down a dark path. It's the story of peacekeepers who find themselves in a position of power and are unable to let it go. This is the story of the Jedi 
an organization of alleged force-wielding monks who monopolized on the power they cultivated and nurtured during the Clone Wars to overthrow the Republic. How did they arrive at that decision to stage a coup against our dear Emperor? Was it ego? Had they amassed too much power and were delusional in their sway over those they, they served? Amassing a collection of misplaced ideals can lead to displaced ego. Is this what the Jedi faced? Join me, Pog Sturwell, as we attempt to break this down and learn if ego is the result of the Jedi's menacing evil. All right, guys, we're back. I hope you enjoy that that podcast that Jason's going to work on, the little short podcast. Um, I don't I, think I talk- so. <laughs> he was just going to do it for that one little bit. And I'm like, dude, you need to get to keep this going, do like five or six episodes or 30 second things. Cause it's just, it's too good not to do, but all right, this is a topic and, and, and it's, it's, we've, Oh, we've, we're, we're still hashing this out, but we need to get back to fun in this hobby. We need to get back to why we collect star Wars and why we love star Wars and why we still invest thousands of dollars in 40 year old pieces of plastic and you know stop being like this guy's got the the more pieces of plastic than i do or has got nicer pieces of plastic than i do it's all about star wars man it's all about finding your childhood again and what makes you happy and that's what we need to get back to in this hobby quote unquote hobby. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to call it, but it, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's fun. It's, you know, 40 year old pieces of plastic. And that's what people need. At the... Jason, I mean, how do you feel? I, uh, <laughs> I know dark. I'm throwing it to you and I don't, we were, it, 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 it's a rough topic. And I, you know, I started collecting because it made me happy. It brought me back to a time in my life when I was happy, actually happy. I mean, I'm happy now, but I have a room full of toys that I can come down and just sit and decompress after a long day. While I'm having dinner, I'm looking at my art that's hanging in my dining room. I'm looking at my, my 92 run, you know, that, that's sitting in my dining room and my, my toys and, you know, my freaking, you know, and now I'm doing the things that I told people not to do. My, you know, I'm looking at the collection that I have set up in my dining room because I've got it all over my house. And it's just, it's a nice way to decompress after a hard day at work. You know, instead of, you know, you can go pop a beer and sit in your collection room and decompress. And I think that's what we need to get back to is remembering why we are in this. Why do we collect Star Wars? Why do we collect toys? It's because it makes us happy. It's not, it shouldn't be stressful. And it's, it's gotten stressful over the past year because we've had, People come in because of all these stimulus checks we've had that, you know, people now have the money to spend and I get caught up in it. It, It's keeping up with the Joneses. It's, you know, I need to have this piece because this person has this piece or I need to do, you know, or I need to have a better collection than this person has because that's what people are expecting. And it's not what people are expecting. They just want to see your collection. You know, they just want to spend time with you. They just want to, you know, um, get to know you better. That's what I want to do. I just want to spend time with my friends talking Star Wars, talking a 40-year-old movie that was made for 10-year-olds. It wasn't made for 42-year-olds. 
you know, it's still made for 10 year olds, but it's, you know, that's, we need to figure out why break this thing back down to, to basics again. Yeah. Um, because it has, it's just gotten too stressful and, and it's too, it's too demanding. It's too much of a hierarchy in, in, in the community right now. And it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be, Hey, I've got this or, Hey, I've got that. It needs to be, Hey, I've got a star Wars collection. Do you have a star Wars collection? Awesome. Let me go look at it. And you enjoy that person's star Wars collection because, and seeing the joy on their face, showing you their star Wars collection is to me worth a million dollars. It's worth anything over and above, you know, what these pieces of plastic are worth. And it's just, it, it's really bothered me over the past month because you do have a hierarchy in this, in this community and you have people that feel they're above, I don't, I don't above star Wars, but above the hobby. And I, I'm using this wrong, but you know, are, are equal to, or, or, you know, they, they treated like rock stars or they want to be treated like rock stars or they, they think they're rock stars. And that's not what this is for, man. This isn't, you know, it's not to, you're, you're not in this hobby to be a star. You're in this hobby to collect star Wars and to be a positive light. You know, that's, I, I and if, you know, that's why the club started, man, it, it, it was because I was down in celebration and had such a high off of four days of nothing but star Wars that it had to happen more than once a year or once every other year or once when I could afford to go. You know, it had to happen an hour down my the street, an hour from my house, where I was hanging out with 20 or 30 different Star Wars fans that, hey, we all brought a little tote of toys that we could buy, sell, trade, or who cared if that was that? Or you brought, you know, you brought pictures on your phone of, hey, this is what I, you know, look at my collection. Or, hey, you were at somebody's house looking at their collection. Or we're at the bar having a beer, talking about, you know, the newest Mandalorian or talking about the newest releases of modern stuff uh, that's what we need to get back to and it's it's been really hard these past year and a half because we couldn't do it you know we did do it virtually and it, it you know it, it worked for a minute it worked i think worked good for what it was but it you know and we made connections over millions of miles or thousands of miles away we made good friends with people in new york that i would have never made friends with over this with zoom meetings you know um and it just it just sucks that this community has broken down into a hierarchy and it doesn't need to be my life changed 11 years ago tonight and and, and put things in perspective and i was at the drive-in movie theater and i'm watching toy story 3 and it was tough to see Andy give those toys to Bonnie and to play with them one last time and to go off to college to live his life because it was a, a way to say goodbye to the things that he held dear to his heart, which were these toys. And that was the death of the childhood. Little did I know at the same time, my father was in a hospital with a burst aorta and he died that night, oh, this night. I woke up the next morning and I learned all this information. I had slept through several phone calls to try to wake me up to let me know what was going on. Um, and it changed my life um, because 
life is short and you live your you i lived my life like i live my life like there's no tomorrow sorry that's my way to diffuse the pain <laughs> um but you suddenly realize like wait i'm on this blue dot that's just shooting through space why am i here and and maybe scientifically it's to procreate to carry the species but i don't feel that way i feel like there's some other reason i think it's to make connections and star wars is the conduit to making not only those connections but also to relive the childhood before we had to deal with bills and the news and all the crap that we have to deal with star wars is an easy way to open up a door to talk to people and find common ground and 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 to break through the 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 republican democrat shit that you see on the tv all the time it doesn't matter what side you're on like you know if you're pro empire or pro rebellion like you meet someone who's pro empire and you're pro rebellion like your favorite character is luke skywalker and their favorite character is darth vader you don't give a shit sorry for the swearing but it's just like you love star wars why do you like darth vader you don't get angry you don't get mad you're making connections with people. But when you start putting those roadblocks, like well, you only collect modern or you don't have this, you don't have that, it starts to break down those connections and you start to make people feel less than they are because they don't have material pieces. When you can't take that stuff with you, you can't take what, I mean, what are you going to do? Bury yourself with a 12 back? Like you can't take that with you. Right. And so it's, it is trophies on your wall. It's stuff that you've accumulated. It's something that you love. It's your story. But share that story. Don't push people away because they don't have the same story as you. And I really feel like that is happening in the community. It's the dark side of the community that people don't really talk about. And I don't think it should be celebrated. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if celebration is the right word, but I, I, I do think that if there's, if you're not using a hobby to connect with people, if you're using it to try to climb the ladder and to be in, into, to, to glam on, to ride George Lucas's coattails to fame, like that's just not what this is about. This is just like you were saying, plastic. You can't take plastic with you. It's not meaningful. It could be melted in a fire. But if you leave, if, if your house is on fire and you leave, you're still gonna have friends. You know, like you're still going to have all those connections. And in the end, at the end of the day, that's all that's going to matter is the connections and the people that you've known and love. And that's what I took from that experience I had. Yeah. 11 years ago this night, which I guess got darker than I, I intended, but, you know, this conversation and, and what's happening to me right now. Um, it blended and that's part of the reason why i joined the collector communities because i'm like i only have one life to live and you know yes i'm collecting star wars and i'm putting it in a basement but if there's people out there like me we can share this experience together and we can build relationships off of that because i'm not one who can go out and just go to a bar and start making friends and i envy those people my um brother-in-law does that like he'll just go out in the street and start talking to people my stepdad does that and he can just make conversation. But to me, it's just like, 
am I offending this person? What did they like? What if they don't like me? What if they, you don't get that with Star Wars. It's like, what do you collect? Why do you collect that? What, you know, what's, what's the catalyst for that experience? Right. And with I, that, you, that you may, yeah, drink. that was powerful, dude. But yeah, you're right. You, you're in this world to make connections. You're not in this, I, and like we were talking earlier and, and you brought up a good point about this just being like the American way is I've got better crap than you got. And, you know, we all get caught up in it. I get caught up in it when you're in somebody's collection and you realize, you know, they got a really awesome collection, but wait a minute, you don't have this. Well, I've got that, you know, and later on you realize you're being a real asshole doing that kind of crap. Cause I did that to somebody and the next day, you know, he's like, ha, hey, I got one. You know, and, and it just, that was just me being an asshole and that's not what I want to do. Um, and it was innocent, but it wasn't right, you know, and it, and, yeah. um, but don't beat yourself up because no. the day after I didn't fly to Syracuse, you know, Sunday morning, you reached out and you said, how you doing? And before I even responded to you, I, I turned to my wife and I said, Glenn's asking how I'm doing this, this, this dude's a, this dude's a friend. Yeah, I really appreciated you reaching out and just saying, "Hey, how you doing?" Because I wasn't doing good. <laughs> I wanted to be in New York. This All is right. not how my weekend was supposed to go, and I really appreciated that. So you're on the right path. Don't beat yourself up too much. Yeah. No, and it, and yeah, I do consider you a friend, and we've become closer with this podcast. And it it's like, you know, and and it, I hate to use the word on a whim, but it was like I saw you with David Quinn doing that podcast for the. So virtual social i'm like this guy knows what he's doing you know you can we, we could take this and do something with it and let's see and it's been 30 or 40 episodes i don't know we've been doing it for six months and it's been great and more good stuff that comes from saint david quinn thank you david <laughs> yeah whether you realize it or not you brought us together and i didn't know that right so and it was i mean and, and it was like you the next month or so you had to meet up at your home and i'm like yeah let's let's see if this can happen. And it does. And it, I think we, we, you know, and it's just, it's just weird because you never know what kind of connections you're going to make in this world through star Wars, you've, you know, or, or through anything, man, through anything you collect. And it, it just, I, I you can't, if there's walls around it and there's just people being assholes, it's not going to help. It's not going to happen. And it just, it just, it, it sucks when you have somebody new come into the community and people, you know, aren't welcoming, welcoming them with open arms. You don't, you know, you don't have to do like, oh, well, you don't have to be like, put your guard down, you know, if you don't know them, you, you know, whatever, but don't be an asshole to them. You know, yeah. don't, you know, I'm not saying go get ripped off by somebody or rip a new person off, but you know, they just want to collect Star Wars, man. That's all they're here for. Yeah, I saw something today. No, the other yes, was it yesterday, the day before that is what I try. It's it's my it's what I need to play in my head when I meet someone new. It's it's don't be judgmental, be curious. Because now I don't really judge them. I judge myself. Like, did you just say the right thing? Did you how are you acting? They think you're stupid because you're not answering the question or you didn't shake their hand right away. You waited a few seconds. You hesitated. It's be curious. What, what's, what is it about them? Learn about them. 
explore, be curious, create, create relationships, create something new, work with your hands. I don't know, write a story. I, those are the things that I, it's all me, but that's, that's what's going on in my head and, and is be curious. Don't be judgmental. Right. I mean, that's the number one that's thing. That's really what we got to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out why they're collecting Star Wars. You'll figure out how they, uh, you know, how they found the community, how they found the website, how they found the, you know, the meetup, you know, I, did they just happen to be walking by and see a bunch of Star Wars toys and say, what's going on in there? And they walk in. You know, you can meet your new best friend with that way. Um, it's just, you can't shut yourself out from some of these experiences. And, and you know, um, yeah, it, it's, again, it's just, you got to get, remember that for the time you, when you first saw Star Wars, remember the time you first, last saw Star Wars, remember the time that, you know, for me, the end of Rebels, you know, how did Star Wars make you feel? But you, that's that's why we do this yeah you, you know yeah we are we chasing a high yeah we're chasing a high um you know as far as collecting goes but we're also chasing a high you know meeting new people and making friends and connections because eventually all these connections are going to lead to something good and you can't shut people out of your life man by being a jerk absolutely yeah. And I don't think anybody out there is bigger than Star Wars. No. <laughs> George likes to think he is, but he's not. No, even George Lucas isn't bigger than Star yeah, Wars. It feels like he 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 thinks that he's in control of the ship, but he lost control and he's frustrated with that because I mean, I think he says Star Wars is for six year olds is an insult for the people who took it away from him. Right. And saying you guys are 40 years old and you shouldn't be liking a thing for six-year-olds, which it's like, well, you made something that's pretty universal that works on different levels for different ages. I mean, you made it during the, the middle of the Vietnam War when people just wanted to just escape that crap. And it's just kind of resonated with people for a long, long time. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, have a good week. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know be where a else. Positive to... force. I think everybody needs to strive to be a positive force in in the community. And if you're not, I'm not even fuck it. Everybody, be a positive force in the community. That that's the best words I can I can give. You know, and don't be an asshole. Because <laughs> we don't yes. need assholes. We got too many no. of them in the world. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to come across, I mean, let's be real. You're going to come across those. And if you want to protect the hobby, just try to, I would say, just always be curious. Don't be judgmental. I would say those are words that I've kind of learned this week. And I hope to carry with me when I get nervous and I feel like someone's, when, I'm more harsh on myself than I think other people are on me. Right. And I think always just don't be judgmental against yourself. And don't be judgmental against other people. Be curious. And always have that curious spark. And if there's something you can do to bring people together, do it. Right. Um, I, I had painted that painting in the group, the live painting. 
and it's going to the Pennsylvania group for charity. And I'm not saying that to, to you know, I don't, I don't try to do that without ego, but, you know, I'm just saying that as I was bored one night, I created a painting and the, and the Pennsylvania group was like, hey, we're putting on an art show and we're trying to raise funds for charity. Of course, take it, you know. That's awesome. You guys can make money off of it, do it. And so I'm just saying like, sometimes when you go down a path, that curious path will take you to places you didn't intentionally realize. And so for me being bored one hour, being depressed that I'm not in New York painting, just by being creative and being curious about how it might it look like if I played with some oranges and some pinks will now help someone in charity or not in charity, but will help a charity and for people who need it. Right. I'm yeah. exhausted and drunk. <laughs> I started this podcast saying I don't get drunk. I've had two drinks and now I'm feeling it. Awesome. Because I called it. <laughs> because I said that it happened. Right. But it was a tough topic to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it really was. I mean, let's um but yeah, it was we knew we were gonna have issues with this getting through it because it is it's it's hard. It's hard to talk about how how things are going in the hobby and, and bringing up the dark uh, side the dark side of it people don't I mean, want to it, talk about it i'm sure people think it and I, i'm sure people feel it but i feel like people don't they don't want to express it right exactly well i did uh while we were talking uh somebody on instagram rtm 1998 i don't know who you are i probably could click on your picture and figure out trace malden okay i, I you're i guess you follow us on instagram Hey, Trace. Uh, so thank you, Trace. Uh, his, his question on Instagram was, what's your favorite way you that you personally or that you've seen loose vintage figures displayed? Or we could just say loose figures. Yeah. I don't know because, you know, Chase, uh, Chance, excuse me, Chance at Second Chance Toys, he displays it as a scene. So he'll right. put all of the uh, Return of the Jedi figures together or maybe Jabba's Palace stuff together. And then, but also Orion has everything together where he's got all of his variants kind of displayed in a row. So you can look at them and you can see the variants. And so I think it's all personal preference. And I think it tells a lot about the collector. We're talking about getting to know people and that's your way into asking them some questions. Um, I really do like the way that, I don't know, like um, Lewis, like he displays his stuff in a, a, a a custom-made case that looks like a card back right and so i i, I don't know like just be creative i guess i don't know <laughs> the creative an answer to that. yeah i mean there's not a right answer i mean my one of my I, yeah i would i would say if you're going to start from scratch and if you're going to do like a if you're going to do like a tiered display uh really invest in some acrylic risers you can get them from ian sanderson um you know they're 50 bucks maybe depending on the size you want and when i made that step up it brought my collection to life because it you know the light goes through them very well um that's one of my favorite ways is when i see a good acrylic riser i really like that but then i also like the uh you know the dioramas that people make narayan's got a few awesome dioramas in his collection uh you know that he's taken time and, and curated 
uh, just a good curated collection. I mean, you know, the, the easiest answer is the acrylic risers, but mm -hmm. when you see a good curated collection that people have taken the time and they group their, their thought, they're thinking things out and they're, and they're grouping stuff together and they're trying to make a scene and uh, you know, it, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And it's very rare that you see um, somebody that, you know, a very, very, there's very few collectors that have taken the time to, to, to do that, you know, to do a, a, a very good curated that they've, you know, planned the room out from scratch and, you know, really, I don't know. I don't know what the, where I'm going with this, but I've only seen one or two that I've been like, Oh my gosh, but you know, easy we'll answers. Go ahead. Yeah. There's something to that mustard yellow, yellow card back and Ryan did that. And it looks like Lewis did that with, with his display. Um, putting that behind the figures just makes it pop. Right. There's an icon, an iconic look, I would say. I want to say icon. It's an iconic look because it's the card back. And that was carried over for, for quite a while in the line. And when I see figures displayed that way, you know, it just takes you back to that childhood. And I would never tell someone, well, your display doesn't look good because it doesn't have the card back look. There is something to that, I would say, though, that strikes a chord. Right. I like awesome. that. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's been a tough topic. Thanks for for sticking around, man. We we actually, yeah, it, it was hard on us. Hopefully it comes across. You guys enjoyed listening to our, our take on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, thanks for listening, man. Find, you know, if you guys can leave a review on, uh, on uh, iTunes, that would be awesome. That helps us out. Uh, you can email us at, you know what? There's, that's what I want. I want to hear your thoughts, you know, email us, give us your, your thoughts on the topic. You know, you guys can email us at smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. You know, we'll read them on the air. We'll give you some answers. This may be a topic that we bring back up in a few few weeks, few months, you know, if we get some good emails, uh, you know, and we could we could bring it back up. Because, I, you know, I, I think it's something, it's a continuous topic in the, in, the, in the hobby. And it's something that, you know, needs to be discussed and be more of an open forum, I think. But uh, yeah, email us smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. You can find me on Cajun Fett at, on Instagram. And uh, Jason, how can they find you? Um, they can find me at wasolko.com. I'm, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just leave us a review. Yes. Forget what. <laughs> That's great. You can send Glenn all the emails you want. But at the end of the day, if you could just leave us a review, because that is the way that we get ahead and we can grow the show. We're really not doing this to get money. At least I'm not. We're just right. talking about Star Wars. And the more people who leave a review will trick trip the algorithms and, and get Apple to push us higher and possibly grow the show. And, and, you know, just, I don't know. We were just talking about hierarchy. I don't, what difference does it make if our show is number one or, or number two or number 3000? I don't know. Just leave a review and <laughs> I don't, or don't leave us a review. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Enjoy the show. I mean, just go to work. And have a great day. That's, you know, that's what I want. Yeah. I want you to go to work today after you finish listening to this podcast. And I want you to have a great day. And I want you to make the, the, the difference for someone in the day today. 
I don't know if that's just giving me a compliment or or going to the printer and picking up their prints and bringing it back to them. Just do something that helps someone else. Be that positive light we talked about in somebody's life and it'll go a long way. You only got one life. And at the end of the day, the plastic doesn't matter. And I need some water. (laughs) Maybe we need to wrap this up. Yes. (laughs) This is the way. This is the way. (laughs) 